welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of where I'm going to be reading the Bible to you based on reading the Bible in a year for 2023. And this was suggested by Eagle Mountain International Church. And today we'll be reading Genesis chapter 3, verse 8 through Genesis chapter 5, verse 20, and the Gospel of Matthew chapter 2. And of course, I could shout the word, and there are plenty of channels that may do that, and there's nothing wrong with that. All different kinds of styles that the Lord gives, but I uh, just thought this would be a good way to get this into your spirit when you go to sleep or when you want to relax. So before I begin, let's pray. Dear Adonai, Elohim, Heavenly Father, thank you so much for another beautiful day. We will rejoice in the Lord and be glad in this day. Thank you. It is such a gift to be sustained by you who gave us the breath of life. I just thank you for taking over however you want to reveal yourself to us in these timeless gem capsules of your beauty, your holiness, and practicality. What would happen when people obeyed you out of love and what happened when they did not? So, I thank you. I thank you so much, Lord for everything you've done for us and blessing those who are listening even if it's just one soul that is touched by this podcast for I wait and I'm sure there are others too we wait for the coming the return of the Lord Jesus Christ but all souls must hear your gospel And then the end shall come, as your word says. So, Father, thank you for your endurance, helping us carry out your purpose and plan that you've given to every single one of us, and realizing that your plan for us isn't hidden from us, but it's hidden for us, as you revealed to Pastor George Pearson. So, let us have a hunger and thirst to seek first the kingdom of God, your kingdom, and all your righteousness. And then all these things shall be added unto us. Let those things be your fruit of peace, love, joy, faithfulness, goodness, kindness, gentleness, self-control, patience. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much for your joy. And quietness and confidence shall be your joy, your word says. So I thank you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. By the power of your sweet Holy Spirit. Amen. Genesis chapter 3, verse 8. And they heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden 
in the cool of the day. And the man and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. Then the Lord God called to the man and said to him, Where are you? And he said, I heard the sound of thee in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked, so I hid myself. And he said, Who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten from the tree of which I commanded you not to eat? And the man said, The woman whom thou gavest to be with me, she gave me from the tree, and I ate. Then the Lord God said to the woman, What is this you have done? And the woman said, The serpent deceived me, and I ate. And the Lord God said to the serpent, Because you have done this, cursed are you more than all cattle, and more than every beast of the field. On your belly shall you go, and dust shall you eat all the days of your life. And I will put enmity between you and the woman, and between your seed and her seed. He shall bruise you on the head, and you shall bruise him on the heel. To the woman he said, I will greatly multiply your pain in childbirth. In pain you shall bring forth children, yet your desire shall be for your husband, and he shall rule over you. Then to Adam he said, Because you have listened to the voice of your wife, and have eaten from the tree about which I commanded you, saying, You shall not eat from it. Cursed is the ground because of you. In toil you shall eat of it all the days of your life. Both thorns and thistles it shall grow for you, and you shall eat the plants of the field. By the sweat of your face you shall eat bread, till you return to the ground, because from it you were taken. For you are dust, and to dust you shall return. Now the man called his wife's name Eve, because she was the mother of all the living. And the Lord God made garments of skin for Adam and his wife, and clothed them. Then the Lord God said, Behold, the man has become like one of us, knowing good and evil, and now, lest he stretch out his hand and take also from the tree of life and eat and live forever? Therefore, the Lord God sent him out from the garden of Eden to cultivate the ground from which he was taken. So he drove the man out, and at the east of the garden of Eden he stationed the cherubim and the flaming sword which turned every direction to guard the way to the tree of life. Chapter 4 Cain and Abel Now the man had relations with his wife Eve, and she conceived and gave birth to Cain, 
and she said, I have gotten a man-child with the help of the Lord. And again she gave birth to his brother Abel, and Abel was a keeper of the flocks. But Cain was a tiller of the ground. So it came about in the course of time that Cain brought an offering to the Lord of the fruit of the ground. And Abel, or Abel, depending on where you're from, how it's pronounced. And Abel, on his part, also brought of the firstlings of his flock and of their fat portions. And the Lord had regard for Abel and for his offering. But for Cain and for his offering, he had no regard. So Cain became very angry, and his countenance fell. Then the Lord said to Cain, Why are you angry, and why is your countenance fallen? If you do well, will not your countenance be lifted up? And if you do not do well, sin is crouching at the door, and its desire is for you, but you must master it. And Cain told Abel his brother, and it came about when they were in the field that Cain rose up against Abel his brother and killed him. Then the Lord said to Cain, Where is Abel your brother? And he said, I do not know. Am I my brother's keeper? And he said, What have you done? The voice of your brother's blood is crying to me from the ground. And now you are cursed from the ground, which has opened its mouth to receive your brother's blood from your hand. When you cultivate the ground, it shall no longer yield its strength to you. You shall be a vagrant and a wanderer on the earth. And Cain said to the Lord, My punishment is too great to bear. Behold, thou hast driven me this day from the face of the ground, and from thy face I shall be hidden, and I shall be a vagrant and a wanderer on the earth. And it will come about that whoever finds me will kill me. So the Lord said to him, Therefore, whoever kills Cain, vengeance will be taken on him sevenfold. And the Lord appointed a sign for Cain, lest anyone finding him should slay him. Then Cain went out from the presence of the Lord and settled in the land of Nob, which is east of Eden. And Cain had relations with his wife, and she conceived, and gave birth to Enoch, and he built a city, and called the name of the city Enoch, after the name of his son. Now to Enoch was born Irad, and Idad became the father of Mehuajel, and Mehuajel became the father of Methushael, and Methushael became the father of Lamech, and Lamech took to himself two wives. The name of one was Adah, and the name of the other Tzilah, and Adah gave birth to Jabal. He was the father of those who dwell in tents and have livestock, and his brother's name was Jubal.
He was the father of all those who play the lyre and pipe. As for Zilla, she also gave birth to Tubal Cain, the forger of all implements of bronze and iron. And the sister of Tubal Cain was Naamah. And Lamech said to his wives, Ada and Zilla, listen to my voice, you wise of Lamech. Give heed to my speech, for I have killed a man for wounding me, and a boy for striking me. If Cain is avenged sevenfold, then Lamech seventy-sevenfold. And Adam had relations with his wife again, and she gave birth to a son and named him Seth. For she said, God has appointed me for another offspring in place of Abel, for Cain killed him. And to Seth, to him also a son was born, and he called his name Enosh. Then men began to call upon the name of the Lord. Chapter 5 Descendants of Adam, or Adam This is the book of the generations of Adam. In the day when God created man, he made him in the likeness of God. He created them male and female, and he blessed them and named them man in the day when they were created. When Adam had lived 130 years, he became the father of a son. In his own likeness, according to his image, and named him Seth. Then the days of Adam, after he became the father of Seth, were eight hundred years, and he had other sons and daughters. So all the days that Adam lived were nine hundred and thirty years, and he died. And Seth lived one hundred and five years, and became the father of Enosh. Then Seth lived eight hundred and seven years after he became the father of Enosh, and he had other sons and daughters. So all the days of Seth were nine hundred and twelve years, and he died. And Enosh lived ninety years and became the father of Canaan. Then Enosh lived eight hundred and fifteen years after he became the father of Canaan, and he had other sons and daughters. So, all the days of Enosh were nine hundred and five years, and he died. And Canaan lived seventy years, and became the father of Mehalalel. Then Canaan lived eight hundred and forty years, after he became the father of Mahalalel, and he had other sons and daughters. So, all the days of Canaan were nine hundred and ten years, and he died. And Mahalel lived sixty-five years and became the father of Jared. Then Mahalel lived eight hundred and thirty years after he became the father of Jared. And he had other sons and daughters. So all the days of Mahalel were eight hundred and ninety-five years, and he died. And Jared lived one hundred in sixty-two years, and became the father of Enoch. Then Jared lived eight hundred years after he became the father of Enoch, and he had other sons and daughters. So 
all the days of Jared were 962 years, and he died. Matthew chapter 2, Visit of the Wise Men Now after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in the days of Herod the king, behold, Magi from the east arrived in Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we saw his star in the east, and have come to worship him. And when Herod the king heard it, he was troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. And gathering together all the chief priests and scribes of the people, he began to inquire of them where the Christ was to be born. And they said to him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for so it has been written by the prophet, And you, Bethlehem, land of Judah, are by no means least among the leaders of Judah, for out of you shall come forth a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod secretly called the Magi and ascertained from them the time the star appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and make careful search for the child, and when you have found him, report to me that I too may come and worship him. And having heard the king, they went their way, and lo, the star which they had seen in the east went on before them until it came and stood over where the child was. And when they saw the star, they rejoiced exceedingly with great joy. And they came into the house and saw the child with Mary his mother. And they fell down and worshipped him. And opening their treasures, they presented to him gifts of gold and frankincense and myrrh. And having been warned by God in a dream not to return to Herod, they departed for their own country by another way. Now, when they had departed, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream, saying, Arise, and take the child and his mother, and flee to Egypt, and remain there until I tell you. For Herod is going to search for the child to destroy him. And he arose, and took the child and his mother by night, and departed for Egypt, and was there until the death of Herod that what was spoken by the Lord through the prophet might be fulfilled, saying, Out of Egypt did I call my son. Then, when Herod saw that he had been tricked by the Magi, he became very enraged, and sent and slew all the male children who were in Bethlehem and in all its environs, from two years old and under, according to the time which he had ascertained from the Magi. Then that which was spoken through Jeremiah the prophet was fulfilled, saying, A voice was heard in Ramah, weeping and great mourning 
Rachel weeping for her children, and she refused to be comforted because they were no more. But when Herod was dead, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared in a dream to Joseph in Egypt, saying, Arise, and take the child and his mother, and go into the land of Israel. For those who sought the child's life are dead. And he arose and took the child and his mother and came into the land of Israel. But when he heard that Achelaus was reigning over Judea in place of his father Herod, he was afraid to go there. And being warned by God in a dream, he departed for the regions of Galilee and came and resided in a city called Nazareth or Nazareth that what was spoken through the prophets might be fulfilled. He shall be called a Nazarene. Wow, there is a lot to unpack here. So much to unpack. Okay, the first is, let's go back to Genesis. A few things were impressed upon me. One was, there's life in the blood. And God was saying, Cain, I hear the cry of your brother's blood. Now, Abel was dead at this point, but there's life in the blood. And that's why Jesus' blood was so crucial and so key. Because it's his blood that redeemed us all. He redeemed the world through his through his blood. And the other is, you know, the blame game. Adam said, well, well, first of all, no, let's go back even further. God walked in the garden and he heard his voice walking. So God's voice walks. That's why his word is so key. It's a living word. We're not reading dead words. By his spirit, it's living. It's living, breathing word. Have you ever noticed that God's words are very few? Because when he speaks, it comes to pass. Another is, Adam heard. Adam heard his voice walking in the cool of the day. So that means God would meet with them almost you know, just, okay, this is our normal time to meet and commune and have that fellowship during the cool of the day. So not when it was hot, probably around maybe four o'clock, five o'clock in the cool of the day when the shadows start to come out. And before Cain killed Abel, the first covenant was the covenant that God made with Adam and Eve by clothing them, covering their sin with the skin of animals. That was the first blood that dropped from, from beast whom, that God created for Adam and Eve. Just that God knows everything, but he, he wants to see where our heart is, where, where does our heart stand with him. And he asked Adam, well, who told you you were naked? That's what he asked him. Who told you you were naked? 
And then he asked Cain, what did you do? Oh, one more thing, one more thing. Incredible. This is why I was lukewarm for so long, because I was taught, oh, you know, God forgives. Uh, we're all sinners. We all fall short of the glory of God. But look at what it says in Genesis. God told Cain, you must master it. Sin is crouching at your door. You must master it. We have the choice to master sin. We don't have to let sin hold us in bondage. It's like the prophet Bob Jones had said on the earth. He had shared that he did not find any peace in sin. And I also never found peace in sin. So we have a choice to master it and God is there to help us. And at the very end, there will be an invitation to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior if you don't know him as your personal Lord and Savior. But before we go there, let's go to the evening devotional for day three from God Calling Eventide. January 3rd, Mutual Need. Jesus said, Abide in me, and I in you. This year, dwell much upon this stupendous truth. You need to abide in me this year to share in the spirit life of the universe, in its creative power and energy. Thus, you are a part in God's whole. But I must abide in you, for only so can I express my love and power and truth through you, interpreting them in deed and look and word. In these words of mine, you have my twofold nature, the strong protector, so strong to shield, and offering you, my guest, all provision you need. And then you have me in my humility one with you, your close companion, dwelling in you and dependent on you. Think on these things. And so, Lord, I close with just thanking you for your revelation and your prescription for our minds and our souls and our bodies and our spirits our wills, our emotions thank you for helping us to fix our eyes on thee for your word says fix your eyes on thee and he will give you perfect peace so we fix our eyes not on circumstances, but on you, our eternal Savior, our eternal Redeemer. Oh, Jesus, we love you. By the power of your sweet Holy Spirit, I pray this. Amen. And sweet friend, before we go, if you do not know Jesus, 
this wonderful, wonderful Jesus who died just for you. And, and you would like to know him as your very own Lord and Savior. Would you please pray the following prayer? Dear Heavenly Father, I would like Jesus to come into my heart and be my Lord and Savior. Your word says in Romans chapter 10 verses 9 through 10 that if I confess out loud Jesus is my Lord and believe in my heart God raised him from the dead I shall be saved for it is with my heart that I believe and am justified just as if I never sinned and it is with my mouth that I confess and I am saved please Lord Jesus Come into my heart. Please be my Lord and my Savior. I repent for the wrong life I have lived until now. I choose you and will live for you all the days of my life. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I love you. In Jesus' name, amen. You are now his child. All heaven is jumping up and down and dancing because you received Jesus into your very own heart, sweet friend. Tell someone you just received Jesus and find a great Christian church and grow in him. He loves you and desires worship from your heart each and every day. You are so precious to him. I'll see you all tomorrow. Blessings to you.